Welcome to the Two Blokes Trading Podcast, sponsored by our partner broker, Pepperstone. Rory, how you doing? Ken, good. How are you? I'm very well, bro. Um, yeah. you're, you've moved to London now? Yeah, officially moved to London. Bit of a chaotic start, to say the least. Yeah. So, just finally getting back on my feet again. How are you finding it? Yeah, not too bad. It's been really wet. And so it has the last Really what? Days. Really wet. Wet, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's been terrible. Yeah. You know, the whole reason coming here, well, part of it was better weather than, than Ireland, but... <laughs> Seems like I've brought the weather with me. <laughs> you know what? At the moment, I was saying to Dan, I'm really loving this weather for me because obviously I was in the middle of the desert for, for over a year. Yeah. So hot every day. No such thing really as rain. Uh, so this is refreshing for me. I'm loving it. Yeah, I would just, say so. Just getting wet. I would say so. <laughs> <laughs> it's not great when you're coming off the train and you've got a 10 minute walk and the umbrella's inside out. <laughs> true, true, yeah. So how's training? Yeah, well... To be honest, it's been the same story since, um, obviously, uh, the, the last time we sat down. Yeah. I, I said to you, conditions right now are just beautiful. Things have taken a bit of a change at the moment, which we'll, we'll get onto at the moment. But prior to t- today, the time recording this, obviously, Friday, it's been about the dollar, hasn't it? Yeah. You know, so these moves have been spectacular. Yeah. Um, so one directional, all about FOMC speak. And um, yeah, man, I, I've... I've had a good week. Had a good week again. This week, actually, I put out some really good stuff to the members. We'll go. Let, let me just talk about it now, actually, seeing as you've asked me about my week. Yeah. I'll put out this, um, this one dollar yen, right? So let me see if I think I might have removed the trade now. Now, here we go. Look. So entries were, were down here around that sort of thir- uh, just sub 39 yep. here. And then we ran targets all the way up to 142. Um, reason why I took that trade is a couple of reasons. Um, in a nutshell, Fundamental monetary polydivergence, poly <laughs> you know, between the FMC, yeah. BOJ yeah. is massive. Sure. Obviously, the dollar strength. Um, so that's a really nice move. And then I had a similar one, actually, in um, uh, Swiss EN as well. The same sort of story. SMB, BOJ is a monetary policy divergence there. Sure. So it's been, it's been really nice, yeah. man. And it looks Re- like it's worked out quite well. Mm. You know, uh, got yeah. up to sort of unprecedented levels there. You know, you're probably going to see a lot of people trying to take shorts from there. Maybe going to cool off for now. Well, yeah, look what's happening today. Yeah. Big pullback, you yeah. know, big pullback. And you know what's nice? You see, for me, I like looking at candlestick patterns as well. And and this candlestick suggested to me, obviously, it's a bit of a potential reversal, like a, it's known as a morning star, you know, at the top of the trend. Yeah. And obviously, look, that's confirmed today. Look at that. Look at that big candle. Exactly, yeah. Huge. And even what's good too is going out on, the, you know, even like monthly charts and looking back into historicals. Yeah, you know, I, I guarantee them levels there probably haven't been reached in the last 20 years or so. Yeah, it's true. You know, this is, yeah, it's very, very quite uncharted territory, really, to be honest. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, it does. It does. It does make it difficult when you're obviously trying to price up, look for targets. Um. But I have a few sort of reasonings for, for why I went as high as I did. Um. But yeah, so it's been good. What about yourself? Yeah, things haven't been too bad uh, since we last spoke. Sort of um, closed a few positions out uh, that weren't in profit and. Obviously, this week, moving over and things, took it quite easy. So, haven't been too active on it, but have been active in terms of the members and active still doing my research. Mm. So, I've currently only got five positions on at the moment. Uh, three of them are actually sitting in a loss, believe it or not. And the uh, the unrealized profit at the minute is in a loss. Mm. So, looking to now try and make use of some volatility that may be coming around and get that up and running. Nice. So I've now started moving from one to three months time horizon. and just pushing that out slightly more towards December and January. Because I still am bearish on the market. Mm-hmm. So having that one to two month time horizon, bearish, just isn't quite cutting it. Mm. I need to now push that out to December because markets just aren't coming down as quick as I thought they were going to. Yeah. So I'm now closing a few nearby options and uh, buying a few longer term puts 
but then selling uh, closer term calls to receive the credits. Nice. So quite a lot of calendar spreads involved there, which we will explain with the members. Yeah, definitely. You know, that, in that's, time to come. that's something that you'll really need to break down for people yeah. because like for me, obviously I got a, a basic understanding, but a lot of it still goes yeah. over the top of my head because I don't look at that, you know, yeah. I don't look at that side of things. So yeah, it is quite a complicated thing because I mean, you can lose on both sides of it and lose a hell of a lot of money, but you can make really good use of them in times like this where you know that you're going to be wrong in the short term. So you can now take a profit and then you can push the next leg further out and actually take a profit overall. Mm. So it's really good being able to utilize that. Nice. Now, going back, you just picking up on something you said, obviously, we, we've put out some good stuff to the members this week. And so if, as a reminder, guys, check out the Two Blokes Trading app. There's a ton of value going out there. You actually put something good out, which was nice. Uh, was it last week? You know, the or was it this week? You know, with the DAX, the DAX call. The DAX was last, last That's week. That's last week. Yeah. That's quite a nice, yeah, nice it, little it, area it that you good, called there, right? It was a good call, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, there was fundamentals driving and even the technicals, you know, I logged onto the charts, seen it there, doing the mark on. I was like, it's just going to be a really great short mm. if anybody wants to take it. Yeah, I'm not sure if any of the members did take it, but if you did, I'm sure you're on holiday celebrating because <laughs> <laughs> it was a great move. Getting the bottles in. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and even even on oil too. Mm. You know, called a few really good great moves on oil. Mm. Um, I've just seen oil progressively moving lower since it went up to 120 earlier in the year. Yeah, topped I, out. I, there. I just think that was it. Topped out. Mm. You know, we knew that whenever Russia invaded Ukraine, that it was obviously going to cause that huge spike. And I think from then it was kind of like, well can it really get any worse? You know, it yeah, much worse. exactly. So it just has kept coming down, obviously with the global macro, things like the recessionary fears and things like that. Well, yeah. The demand for oil just isn't going to be there as much. And then obviously now with the energy outputs and things across Europe, you know, well, you just start to see oil coming down. 100%. You know? So look, let's, let's talk about some of the main events from this week. Yeah. Um, obviously it's been central bank focused. It has. Gets me excited, gets and me I've geared also, up. I've also thrown a calendar out for the members. That gives a list of all the um, central ba- central bank action for the next year. Oh, have uh, you? Until, yeah, until the remainder uh, of the year. Oh, so nice. It gives all the uh, job done. B- yeah, B- <laughs> <laughs> gives all the BOJ, BOE, all the dates where they're coming out. So if you check that out, you'll be able to keep up the date and know when they're coming. Yeah. So you can be prepared for it. So it's nice. always good to know when they're coming out. You don't want to be taking a trail in the morning of the FOMC, having no idea what's happening. Well, exactly, you know? exactly. So and take a look at ca- that calendar. A lot of people do. It's still, some people do miss. Uh, that's the most basic things, you yeah. know, to be aware of what's coming out, and it can people still easily miss it, don't they? Yeah, easily miss so, it. So, um, yeah, nice one, mate. Regarding obviously this week, the the focus of CPN on central bank action, I don't even think it's even worth talking about RBA. Obviously, they did as expected, and they're yeah. going to slow down this. This is their more neutral range now in terms of the rate. Yeah, exactly. You know, RBA is is expected, so yeah, not really much to talk about there. I think AUD's come off a little bit on that. The big one, and same with Bank of Canada. Is there anything really to note there massively? Yeah, Bank of Canada, I mean, what was it, 100? Yeah. They went up, you know, it was pretty much as expected. As expected. There was a lot of talk about it and things. Yeah. So there's not really too much. Exactly. You know, the main focus has been, as you said at the start, the dollar. It has been. The dollar has been driving everything. Everything's just off the back of it, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, well, this was the first time. So Jerome Powell spoke yesterday, uh, as in Thursday time recording, Thursday, and this was the first time he spoke since Jackson Hole. That's right. And... He just came out again, hawkish speak. You know, inflation's just not where it needs to be, and they they're going to continue to act until yeah. until it's brought brought down. You know, you got to remember inflation in the US at the moment is still hovering around eight percent. Yeah, eight and a half percent. Yeah. And a fun fact for people is that if inflation from now to Christmas is zero percent month on month, we still end the year at six and a half. Wow, there you go. So it's if there's no more inflation for the rest of the year, we're still six and a half percent from two percent targets, which yeah. is quite a far way off. 
Just to interrupt this podcast with an important notice, at Two Blokes Trading, we have a community trading app where you can engage with the blokes and like-minded traders to help you on your journey. There is a ton of free analysis across Forex, crypto, stocks, and commodities. We also have in-depth premium analysis with trade ideas, education, live trading sessions, and more for those that sign up via our broker sponsorship page. A nominal deposit of just $200 and start trading with Pepperstone and then get full access to the Two Blokes Trading app. Maybe 18 months, maybe. What do you reckon? Yeah. Another 18 I mean, months at least. I, I still see hiking into Q2 next year. Yeah. You know, I mean, I think they're going to want to stomp this out and really, really make sure. Really. If you even think of, a, you know, basics of, you know, averages, if they want an average of 2% and we've been up at as close as nine, you know, how do you get back to two? Well, you have to go lower than two, mm. you know, so they're probably going to want to see some, you know, some inflation, maybe even flat at 1%, 2% yeah. for well, a the, long period of time. The good thing is they've got some slack, like in terms of economic, uh, you know, in the economy, the jobs market's been hot, you know, it's been yep. hot as well, which is good for them. Unemployment rate's still generally low. I think it did tick up a little bit at the last reports, 3.6 or 7. Yeah. Still a decent amount of jobs being added to the economy. So they've got room to carry on, yeah. you know, and keep initial, pushing. Initial jobless claims were out yesterday. Yeah. So initial claims were actually down and still going down, but okay. continuing claims are just starting to come up a wee bit. Yeah. So there is a wee bit of a divergence there. Yeah. They are coincident indicators to give them a bit of time. Saying that, obviously, I know there's slack, but I found myself there's this trend at the moment. On, on I was on TikTok again the other okay. day. I haven't been on TikTok in a while, but just because we post something on Two Blokes Trading, and there's this trend in Americans, right, in the supermarkets, and you know, obviously, because inflation's taking a bite on a lot of yeah. families, there are these there's this trend where people going around in supermarkets. You know, like how you get big tubs of detergent, you know, fabric softener, yeah, and like they just I don't know what it is, but they don't fill it up. So they're getting obviously other bottles off the shelves and filling it up <laughs> properly. <laughs> it's like great. a massive thing at the moment. Yeah. Is it is it like only three quarters full or something? Yeah, three yeah, exactly. It's just like you What's know, that? is it shrinkflation? They call shrinkflation, it? Yeah. yeah, shrinkflation. We we Mate. were in the shop the other day and we noticed like even the tubs of sweets and all for Christmas are a lot smaller. Yeah, you know? yeah. And the packets of sweets and everything you get, everything's just getting smaller and it's smaller. It's tiny, like the like the Snickers bars. I love my Snickers and they're tiny. Yeah. They're like little fun size ones now. Yeah, I know. What's going on? Yeah. Yeah, it's so. Good. I remember going into the shop as a child and you picked, you know, your mum or dad say, right, you can have a chocolate bar. So you picked up a dairy milk and it felt like you were carrying it with two hands. Yeah, you know? yeah. Whereas, whereas <laughs> now you feel like you need the tweezers to pull it out. <laughs> well, it's funny. Uh, she's just still a chocolate. I did a, I did a video before just like trying to, just to make it relatable for people like the, the facts of inflation. Yeah. And you know the uh, Freddo chocolate bars, the little chocolate bars, that, how years ago they used to be 10p. Yeah. But were I think. Not, were they not even less? Maybe even less. Yeah, but bro, now they're like a pound. No, serious. What? Yeah, they're, yeah, serious. For Freddo? Yeah, for Freddo. That's crazy. And I suppose they're smaller too. And they're tiny. Yeah. But they are yummy. They but are. This, that's crazy. Yeah, that's inflation. There we go. Yeah. Freddos are now very expensive, guys. What, what's, what's inflation? <laughs> Just look at a Freddo. Is that well, not how the UK measure inflation? Just buy, buy a chocolate. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, I was shocked as well, actually. Just one more thing. Just on, I'll, I'm getting shocked, actually. Just, you know, just, you know, every now and again, I have a little cheeky takeaway. It's a little treat. Yeah. And a cheeky takeaway, you know, for two people now is ridiculous. Really? Yeah. I mean, I'm talking like for a Chinese, you know, like 25 quid. But that used to be like for about four people. Yeah. Now it's like for two people. It's going crazy. It's it, going it crazy, is. man. It is crazy. You know, for little things like this. It's crazy. We yeah. went out into Soho last weekend for a yeah. steak. I mean, it was upwards of 150 for two people. You yeah. Know? And this wasn't like a really posh off the back street Mayfair place. Yeah. It was just just nice Soho place. Mm. You know, 150 quid for two people. Mad, two cocktails, that was it. <laughs> you know, I mean, it what? Was, it stopped the two cocktails for you, yeah? Just yeah, two. Yeah, it just stopped the two. You know, but imagine, you know, if you went out there and says, yeah, you know, 
let's forget about the bell. Let's just keep drinking. I mean, we could have been two fifty. Oh yeah, two people. You'd have been done. Yeah, we would have been done. You've been on your knees. <laughs> I would have been on my knees, and Dax really would have had to pay for that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bro. Let, let's just get back into the, this week. So for me, the big shift has been actually overnight, right? Yep. So you know the ECB. Right? Look, let me just bring this up a minute. I'll mark this up on a chart. Um, so let me put this on a one hour, uh, four hours, fine. So here, okay, back end of yesterday, about 5 p.m. London time, right? So you know the ECB, they were dovish. Their, their, their hike was dovish because they hiked by 75 base points, but they said, look, don't. this isn't like the normality now. We're not going to keep hiking like aggressive like the FOMC. Yeah. They more or less said that in, in, in plain language. But then at, uh, at 5.15 yesterday, we had a big push to the upside with Euro here. Yeah. And ECB sources comments said... Um, Oh crap! What are the comments? Yeah, they, they said that they're they're not really not another seventy five. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah. it. That was it, more or less. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. So there's massive contradiction. Obviously, yeah. there's this disparity of some members there. Obviously, those they've got. I think it's like one of the hawkish German guys, and yeah, then look at Euro. Yeah, and and it's forced this big correction now for for dollar. Obviously, with yeah. dollar now pulling back, you know. I mean, I I think one of the the hardest jobs in the world would be to be president of the ECB. Personally, I think it would yeah. be the hardest job in the world. Why? Why say that? I mean. You know, if you are president of the FOMC, like Jerome Powell, yep. what is it? It's one economy. What's the ECB? It's made up of all these different economies, ranging from places like, you know, you have Germany and France as the powerhouses, mm -hmm. and then all the way down to, you know, the smaller countries. Yeah, the thing is with the ECB, historically as well, you know, they're just, they're very, they're just like a dovish central bank. You know, yeah. they're about gradualism, yeah, you know. Yeah, they have to be because of the smaller economies, mm. you know, that were in there. Some of them economies are you know, smaller than the net worth of actual people on the planet. True, yeah. If you look at, like, the periphery, yeah. you know, Greece, Greece, Italy. You, you know, Malta. Malta. Oh, yeah, true the, in those, yeah. These sort of economies. If you started hiking their interest rates up to, you know, oh, they're screwed. 6 7%, countries like that just couldn't cope. Mm. Whereas countries like Germany, you know, these sort of export powerhouses, they could cope, mm. you know? So that's where the ECB, I think, have a very tough decision. Mm -hmm. Do they let Germany, France, and these sort of countries suffer, or do they you know, make the other country suffer. Somebody has to suffer. Yeah, yeah, you know? exactly. And that's why I think it's a really tough job. Yeah, it is. You I know? miss I miss the days of Super Mario Draghi. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we will do whatever it takes. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> it. <laughs> Mate, so, look, this was a, look, this is, you see Euro Dollar had been contained within this rage since 23rd of August. Yeah. Uh, you know, capped it around sort of 1.0050 and we're trying to break out of that range to the upside now. What's your view? Like, obviously now we've got two aggressive central banks, potentially, potentially. Yeah. FMC obviously and ECB. Where where does this go? Do you think? Like, what, what's your what's your take yeah, on I mean, it? Funny enough, I was actually speaking to a friend a few days ago. I caught up with him. hadn't spoke to him in about two or three months. Um, the last time we actually were speaking, we were playing golf, and Euro was trading at one sixteen. Right. So he bought Euro dollar puts at one sixteen. Oh. So he has been short Euro from one sixteen. Wow. And cashed wow. out just a couple of days ago. Nice. Love the, that. The amount he cashed out on, I don't want to say what it was for. Yeah. But it was nice. huge. I mean, you're just talking into the millions. Oh wow! Seriously, like it was a huge amount of money. Nice. So he just kept going short and short. Every pullback, he was going short. Yeah, well, that just, that was the, that was the in. trade though. You yeah. know, look at and it. I, and I says to them, I says, you know, could I? I says to them, you know, what was your reasoning behind it? Obviously, we know the reasoning behind it. But I was like, why are you still going short? And he's like, I'm going short until I get cut out. And he got cut out the other day when it spiked up a wee bit, and that was it. Oh, beautiful! And, and just took it, mate. That's beautiful. Well and done on him. Well done on him. Yeah. So, oh yeah, but I love I that. I still think, you know, everybody knew with Euro, it was going to be parity. That mm. is going to be a huge leveled break. Mm. Psychologically, I mean, 
if you are Christine Lagarde and you know that your currency is now getting below the dollar, mm. you have to do something. You have to start intervening. Yeah. You know, it's going to be very expensive for companies within the euro areas now as well. Definitely. To start importing. I bet you've got a, well, it'd be great for, for Europe in terms of tourism. I bet you've got a ton of Americans coming now. Yeah, <laughs> you know, they're loving the Americans it. Americans are coming over and absolutely loving it. They love you know? it. Yeah, exactly. So and even I'm loving it too. You know, I mean, in February, I transferred about 85% of my money okay. into dollars. So I hold all dollars now. Oh, okay. Myself. So I got in at one thirty three, I believe. Oh, so nice! Yeah. So oh, good on you. Yeah, transferred most of it into dollars, and it sits there. It just it, sits there. Yeah, it sits there in a trading account in America. Ah, oh, so nice! Oh, so good. That's actually a way. I yeah. don't suggest people just going out and starting to no, buy dollars because I mean it's not too accessible. I mean it's mm. quite hard. You know, you have to withdraw money out, and it's a whole process. Yeah, a few exactly. Fees here and there, but I mean, it's it, it safe does. Well, if it ma- exactly, it makes you know, sense. And the whole UK inflation thing now at ten percent don't personally see it mm. i do see it and in the spending but it's kind of cancel each other out yeah. which is quite good nice so yeah. oh well done mate good yeah. hedging against those economic risks yeah, and, that's, <laughs> and that's even the first trade you know people can start to take yeah true you know? true yeah simple f- physical foreign exchange yeah. transactions definitely not mate. even going through you know like into brokerage and doing it like speculating actual doing it actual yeah you know Let going down to the local post office and yeah. you know, <laughs> and, and buying some currency all right, Rory, because it's been a busy week, um, I actually haven't had a chance to actually pull up next week's calendar, so let's do it now and go go through, see what's yep. going on, buddy. Um, all right, next week. Some important pieces coming out. Let's see what we got. All right, Monday, we have got UK GDP. Obviously, probably going to be a bit lacklustre for yeah. the pound. Yep. Don't you, wouldn't you say? Yeah, I don't think it's going to be too much movement there, really. Yeah. Right on, yep. Pound's obviously been slammed of late. I did... Um, I was telling you earlier, obviously, what I was looking for here in the pound, obviously, look, we need this technical correction now, but I, where the dollar was so dominant, I thought we're going to consolidate here for a little while, as you can see, narrowing range. Yep. I thought we're going to sort of break out and retest this range to the downside around 114.50, 50, excuse me, and then extend south. But obviously, I was waiting for that breakout retest, but it didn't happen. Yep. So obviously, needed technical correction uh, with this weaker dollar. Uh, okay, so that lost the GDP on Tuesday. Oh, big one, CPI. What do you reckon? Is it going to cool? Yeah, I think it's going to cool a wee bit. So I do. Yeah. I don't think it's going to be an overly cooling session, but I think it's going to come down slightly. Mm. So I do. And obviously that would be uh, that would be another reason to, for dollar weakness. Yeah, that would be another reason for dollar uh, weakness. Further correction. Further correction and maybe starting to look at maybe 50 basis points. I don't think they will, but it's always going to be. What, do they slow down? Yeah. Mm, possible. So, you know, if you start to see CPI slowing down, they might throw it in. True. You know, it's always going to circulate. True. But as I said earlier, month on month, 0% change. Still leaves you at six and a half by Christmas. Yeah, it's true. So still high. Still high. UK CPI as well. Man, look at that last reading. 10.1%. Yep, 10%. Just like we were mentioned. But the Fredo well, I'm not bars, surprised. We just, yeah, exactly. Yeah, Fredos aren't up 10%. They're up 30%. <laughs> 30 you know? Oh, so higher inflation there. What do you reckon? Are we, well, the Bank of England hasn't really been raising rates as such, has it? As the Bank we, of England not just... aggressively. The Bank of England got off that quicker start than the FOMC did. They did they initially. Didn't, they didn't just uh, continue it. You know, like the FOMC did. So I think Bank of England, I think, do need to step in here and push them up a wee bit higher. The only issue as well is is that we've got recessionary fears in the UK economy. Yeah. So it Would makes you? it hard, doesn't it? Yeah. Recessionary fears are all over the globe, you know what I mean? But mm. it's just going to have to be something, you know, do you start to make people suffer even more through more inflation or do you just start hiking through a recession, have a really bad one and get it done over with? <laughs> I mean... Brutal, yeah, but yeah. I mean, that's just the reality of how markets work. Reality, you know, you need it? a very very strong uh, recession to end things. And there actually was a video I watched a while ago and there was a guy who says the best way to solve all the world's problems right now would be for the US to default on all their um, all their bonds. Brutal. That would be the best thing to happen. Wow. 
you know. I mean, it's obviously not the ideal situation, but he says well, that no. would be one of the best, one of the best things to happen. Interesting. So it's quite strange. That is very strange. It was a very strange thing to listen to, but the more he got further into it, it made sense. Yeah, it, it made sense. Okay, I'll have to. Uh, you'll have to send me that. I'll yeah, have to well. have a listen. Um, okay, PPIs as well. US probably going to cool if we do. Um, yeah. Dollar weakness. NZD GBP. Okay, GDP for NZD. Uh, oh, Australian employment figures, which would be good. Yep. Okay, here we go. Bank of England rate decision now. Oh, we haven't got any expectations there. I don't know what are they expected hike. Do you know? Yeah, they're expected. Hike okay, probably being a wee one, wouldn't it? A small one. Yeah, fifteen. Yeah, same wee there because you say that, don't you? A little yeah, wee. Wee. Everything's wee. <laughs> uh, we've got US retail sales. Okay. Yeah. So a, generally, a big week here on a data front. A lot it, of key data points. Yeah, it is quite yeah. a big week ahead. You know, US retail sales are still quite strong. Mm-hmm. So looking for that to cool down a wee bit to obviously match the inflation. Nice. So all right, well. Guys, look, as a reminder, Rory and I are so active on Two Blokes Trading app. So please do check it out. There's a lot of free content going out there every day across Forex, crypto, stocks, indices, um, commodities, so on and so forth. So get involved, sign up and check out our partner sponsor broker offer uh, with Pepperstone where you can get premium access, more in-depth analysis. Rory, it's been a pleasure, buddy. Yeah, brilliant. Catch you on the next one. See you later.